0: You live from Race City, USA. It's Blind Spotting, the NASCAR podcast from a fresh, personal, and blue collar take. Race reviews, race previews, the latest news, and more. And now, your hosts, Michael Colbert, Andrew Coates, and Travis Sherrill.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to Blind Spotting, episode. Fifty nine. Wow, can't believe we've made it this far. Uh, we want to thank all of our listeners uh, for allowing us to make it this far. And we've got quite a bit to talk about tonight. We've got a couple of race weekends to talk about at Martinsville in Richmond. And we've got a little bit of news, and I guess we'll start with the news. Andrew, you want to uh, bring us in on some... Some news that's been breaking over
0: the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been kind of quiet all year, hasn't it? I mean, there's not been any bombshell, bombshells or anything. I guess that's to be Thank expected God
2: for K- KBR Bur- Burger King. What is it? BKR B- B- Burger, King, Burger King, King. Right? Yeah, it wasn't for, for Red, them. Keselowski. Uh, race.
0: race. No, it's uh, uh, RFK. Ralph N. R- R- Keselowski. Yes, Robert F. Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> their penalty was upheld. They will not appeal again. And we got some clarification today that it was a repaired rear body panel that was not brought back into specification by NASCAR or to NASCAR specifications, I should say. And uh, it sounds like it was the mounts that were the, the big hiccup there, which kind of surprises me that if you're going to repair a car, you wouldn't at least have NASCAR look at it. And then why wasn't it caught I guess you wouldn't catch it in pre-race because it's on the inside of yeah, the fender. It's on
1: the inside. They wouldn't have. They wouldn't have caught it. Period. If they hadn't have taken the so car you, back yeah, to the R&D center they, and torn it. So apart. do you think Travis that they they gambled and they lost? I think so. And and frankly, you know, I'll be honest with you. Appealing that penalty was a big gamble because, yes, they didn't. They upheld the penalty. The appeals panel also has the authority to say, "Hey, this penalty is not strong
0: enough. Let's increase this penalty." And I think that might be why they and didn't go farther. I think they knew they were going to lose, but I, they wanted to appeal. I don't know why, but they already Matt McCall already had served two race suspension.
1: I think the points is what they were hoping to get knocked down a little bit. Maybe the ten playoff points and the hundred driver and owner points. Uh, I don't the the crew chief suspension and the fine and eh, whatever. But I think the points was the bigger deal that they were trying to get knocked down a little bit. I
0: mean, if he wins 10 races, he'll be break even.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, like 10 stages.
2: If anybody can do it, I, I don't think Brad Pitt could do it. I agree. That's,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't think he's your man. You right know, if he, was oh, driving, no, team, yeah. if
1: he was driving for a Hendrick Motorsports or Stuart Haas or something or, Jay, or Joe right, Gibbs, right. maybe. Yeah. But oh, Ralph Fenway, looked.
2: That looked good down at Daytona. That's yeah. for sure, but then it yeah. hadn't been well we we go to his playground this weekend, don't we? Ne- next next weekend. weekend. Next After we go to Talladega. Yeah and he's good down there. He's so he's good down there. He and Bush we'll are gonna run well. So he'll have yeah. two cracks at it.
0: So they asked Kevin Harvick before Martinsville if he was going to hang it up at the end of the year, and he said he's having fun and he plans to finish out his contract, which runs to the end of next year. You've been saying that, Travis, for a while. Yep. I've been trying to convince people of otherwise, but um, I think coming out of the gate, man, he's reinvigorated. Why wouldn't he? I mean, I think if he was running like he ran last year, maybe he'd reconsider. But I think he's having a good time. They're
1: going to win some races before the end of the year. I mean, you can just tell that they're they're motivated. They're running better this year. That whole
0: organization is.
1: Yeah, and honestly, Mm -hmm. think about it this way. I truly believe that Harvick will either, A, take a pretty major stake of ownership in Stuart Haas, or B, he will go into the TV booth. And at some point during the 2023 season, we will know who's going to be covering NASCAR beginning in 2025.
0: Well, oh, real quick, a piece of news I forgot to put on the agenda. You know who's going to be in the booth this weekend? Daryl Waltrip. That's oh, right. Oh, that's exciting. D-dub. Yeah. That'll be fun. He'll I,
1: have fun. 12-time
0: Bristol winner.
1: I don't know if you read his, his release. Uh, he's already feeling sorry for Mike Joy because now, now not hey only Boyer. does Mike have to wrangle in Clint <laughs> yeah. Boyer, now he has to wrangle in DW. So,
0: so the two winningest drivers at Where'd Bristol will both go? be in the booth this weekend. One for MR or PRN, or is Rusty on MR? Rusty's on MR. Oh
1: shoot! Yeah,
0: I was thinking because Rusty had eleven wins there, didn't he? Yeah, something like that. He yeah. had a he had a bunch. He had a bunch. Yeah. But, uh,
1: uh, yeah, DW will be in the booth, and that'll be interesting.
0: There's going to be an organizational test and a Goodyear tire test based on the race results at Martin's. Well, we're going to table that discussion Yeah, we'll for get a into minute. that in a little bit. Uh, and then lastly, Michael, you had an interesting idea a few mm. weeks ago about attracting Asian car manufacturers into NASCAR in addition to Toyota. And wouldn't it be interesting if they could have an Asian driver? And uh, at Hickory this past weekend, uh, Akinori Ogata, who is Japanese, mm-hmm. uh, won one of the features. So that was kind of neat. Well,
2: yeah, they must have been listening to the podcast. Is all I can. I mean, they said, "Hey, that's a great idea," and and all things Ryan probably told overcame over that too. And going back to the uh, Stuart Haas outfit running together, uh, we've seen a bit more to a point I made sometime last year. We we've, we've seen Tony Stewart at the track a little bit more, and not just in the booth. Did you see that he was down checking tires yes. one weekend? It was like, "How's this going?" He's he seems to be a little more involved.
0: Well and he's gotten that, through yes, a real you know. uh, Yeah, and I think too when COVID he was everybody was it's such so a weird time. I, mm-hmm. But well, but you're right, he's at the track, maybe that's good for Morale. I, I also I think wonder so. I wonder, so if you're following Formula One, the teams that ran not so great last year are having a pretty decent year this year because they gave up on last year's car. Because once they got halfway through the season, they said, We're not going to develop this car anymore, we'll work on next year. I wonder if halfway through at SHR they just said, you know what? Let's put all our effort on next gen.
2: Hmm.
1: Maybe, possibly.
0: I mean, yeah. not, they could would be. never come out and say no. That, and like, I don't possibly. think the sponsors. But would be my too point happy being is, let's quit building new cars. Let's put our efforts not on building, but mm-hmm. you know, some of the. Yeah. Uh, let's get our ducks in a row. Could be, and uh, so that that could be part of it too. Is that that maybe they maybe they said last year was a wash and and, and come out of the gate strong so, this year.
1: So before we move on to race reviews and previews and to the segment segment, last bit of news that I'll point out. Uh, came out yesterday Jeffrey Earnhardt is going to drive a number three Xfinity car next weekend at Talladega for Richard Childress
0: Racing yeah Hmm. any idea what the paint scheme is of the sponsor
1: uh I saw it and I don't remember
0: yeah okay I I I just wonder if it's going to be black with a white number
1: yeah I I can't remember but it's still interesting and good for Jeffrey I hope he goes out and has a good run see
2: what uh See what on NASCAR news has to say about um, that.
1: But I hope he, I hope he can go out there and have a good run. You know, the the fans will enjoy seeing a three back on the track again. Yeah, with an Earnhardt in, in it. Xfinity series with an absolutely. Heart.
0: Yep. All right, let's talk. Two weeks ago, Richmond, first shirt track since Phoenix. Xfinity, we have John Hunter Nemechek. Looks like he's going to get a first win of the season until the old fifty four bumps him out of the way and goes to the win. And then you had some guys that we expected to run really well, uh, Gregson. Had a brake terrible problem. brake problems. And I think actually part of the rotor broke off at one point. Yep. And then Algar just lost it like twice in the race and spun. And that was uncharacteristic of him. Yeah. I thought the racing was okay at Richmond. It was a decent race. I mean, any thoughts, uh, Travis?
1: Yeah, I thought the Xfinity race was far better than the Cup race, which we'll get into in just a second. But Algar, the way that he ran surprised me. Now he battled back. And then I was impressed, after Gregson had his brake issues, how well he was able to run.
0: It must have been a, a was it a rear rotor? I think it was a rear rotor, yeah. yeah. You can't, win because you can't keep it on the track yeah. with no front rotor.
1: But um, I, I thought the racing for the Xfinity Series at Richmond was, was solid. But let's, let's... And
0: then in Cup, Hamlin gets the first win. Harvick has a strong run in second. Not a win, but man, he's running well. Not the most exciting race, which we'll talk about as well with Martinsville. What made that race most interesting for me was the stages were long enough to have pit strategy with the tire fall off. So did you want to go and cut it in half, or did you want to cut it in thirds? And so that made for some interesting back and forth with comers and goers, as Larry Mack would say, I thought. It, mm-hmm. was,
1: it was interesting mm-hmm. to me. You know, Hamlin gets his 47th career win. The finish of that race was pretty scintillating, I'll say. You know, I I was secretly hoping that Harvick was gonna be able to to get up there and win and break his winless streak. But you're right, Andrew, the strategy aspect of that
0: race mm-hmm.
1: was was phenomenal. And I, I thought it was interesting. Now stage one I thought stage one was too short. Eighty laps.
0: I think they did that so two and three were longer. I though. think
1: so. But it was interesting to me because some of the guys That did the three-stop strategy in stage two, uh, or split the strategy into thirds, did a one-stop strategy, splitting the uh, the stage in half. And I thought that was interesting because it worked for them.
0: Do you know why I think that was? I thought a lot about this. Okay. In stage two, you tend to get a lot of green flag racing. It's still early. Yep. The longer you go into the race, the potential for cautions goes up, and that makes that two-stop strategy a lot harder because those guys that are only making a one-stop strategy aren't putting as many laps on their tires, so they can push off their first stop later, or after they've made their first stop, they've had less laps on their tires. So I know it bunches the field up, but you're caught. Like, if you looked in stage two, there was like four cars on the lead lap. Yeah. So now you're caught. You're taking the wave around. You're all the way at the back. So I wonder if they had looked at the analytics and said, hey, there's usually a few cautions in stage three. Let's not put ourselves out there. We gained our track position. But tires were worth like a second a lap. I mean, it was a lot. It wasn't It wasn't a Martinsville situation where it's a few tenths and better handling. I mean, it was significantly faster. In fact, who was it came out uh, and and there were two laps down and then they were passing to get back on the lead lap in like 18 laps. I mean, it was really fast.
1: Yeah, I was just enthralled, I guess, is the word you might use by the strategy. And I think it helped having somebody like a Chad canals in the booth mm-hmm. that is on pit road each and every week. He understands the intricacies of these strategies. Not that Larry Mack doesn't. But Larry hasn't been on a pit box in a while. Chad has, and Chad understood, you know. I mean, he was saying some things like, you know, well, within the next six laps, there's going to be a caution. And boom, there yeah. was a ca- I mean, just the way that these guys look at analytics, the way that they look at the trends of the race to call a race and make decisions based on previous trends is amazing to me. I never thought we would see analytics take over racing.
0: Uh, Let's take like it, it started mm-hmm. in baseball, then it went yeah. to football, yeah. and now it's coming to I, racing. I mean,
1: it's, it's amazing to look at, though.
0: So, kids, learn math. Yeah. That's right. Uh, can
2: I go back to the, I wanted to answer the question about the, what does what that Earnhardt card Oh, yeah, yeah, like? yeah. What's oh, it yeah. look like? So, I found that information. So, he, as, as we said, he'll be running for Richard Childress Racing, and So, the sponsor, the primary sponsor of that car will be Forever Lawn, headquartered in Louisville, Ohio, and specializing in the manufacturing and installation of synthetic grass solutions. That would be the primary sponsor. looks like the secondary sponsor is Super Puffed. I don't know if that's a marshmallow production company or maybe just an air suit, maybe uh, a fat suit. Can I say that? I don't know. If you need a lot of Super Puffed, you'll, you'll... you maybe you'll be if puffed you, up and you won't be able to get in that car. I know eat, that. It's so a sort
0: of a Jimmy Spencer situation. Yeah. Could could be makers but. of tasty snacks. Oh, hey, yes, okay. uh, like stay puffed.
2: But anyway, it will be black. It will have the white three, the leaning forward, and it's going to have like grass around the bottom of it. So it's going to be. It's like it looks like uh, a, a car, a lawn, a yard at night in the middle of looking out your backyard and this black as night and there's a three propped up in the yard it's kind of cool that's, looking. that's, neat. that's okay. not that's not too bad that's uh, that's pretty sporty and uh, to quote the young Jeffrey 32 uh, of Mooresville what a dream come true he said the chance to be behind the wheel of the number three car for RCR that made my my paw paw made famous has long been a dream of mine. He's
0: 42? 32. 32. Oh, sorry. He's my my age. He's
2: giving a speech. We graduated together. I can't thank forever long enough for making my dreams come to reality and for being such a big part of my career. I also want to thank Mr. Childress for making this possible. The number three car is cherished by a lot of people, and I know how much it means to him. To give me this opportunity is something I will never forget. D-
0: you went from North Carolina down to Georgia. I did. You made a few travel. I traveled. take this tour of the yep, Southeast. You did. I migrated. You, uh,
2: but anyway, congratulations to Jeffrey. That's going to be very exciting for him and the entire children's organization and their Hart family and many,
0: many fans across the world. Yep. So let's talk Martinsville triple header. Johnny Sauter, surprisingly, in the trucks this year. I mean, the last couple of years, he hasn't cracked the top 10 much at all. Had a really strong run. Led some laps mm-hmm. for the second. Yeah. But you know, the guy who stole the show... First time he'd been in a truck since he left the truck series Willie. in 2016 was old Willie B. William Byron. Yeah, kind of dominated that race. I mean, it, the, the the pit strategy was, I think, as I recall, why some other guys got in the lead, but he was pretty much the truck to beat all night. Uh, Travis, you were going to say something.
1: No, I was just going to say, I think the reason that Johnny ran so well is, you know, they, I don't think this was his decision, but he's only running a limited schedule this year. And oh, think,
0: and because he's the fifth sport, Thor sport, right? Yeah,
1: and I think yeah. they're really able to put a lot of resources into his selected starts. So good to see him run up. Plus, front. he does run well at that. He track. does, Anyways, he He's He a few times there. Yeah, he does. But that was a that was a caution field race. But both the Truck Series race and the Xfinity Series hmm. race had quite a few, quite a few yellows.
2: So <laughs> now we're going to get into some meat. So what did those two races
0: have that the Cup race didn't have? Yeah. They were all at night, weren't they? They, they were. were. Well, um, well, let's wait on this. Was that. it let's, hot before let's we th- get? There, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Before I we get there, it, I jumped. It. Brandon Jones wins on a late restart after he beats his teammate who had led a lot of the day, Gibbs, and then there he's racing Meyer, Sam or Sam Mayer, I should say, yep. uh, for the for the dash for cash hundred grand. Mayer punts him, just like he had punted Hunter the week before. And then tell us what happened, Michael.
2: Can I interject? Yeah. Uh, if Sam ever has a child, Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. Hell okay. Yeah. That's why yeah. I interject. That's why I keep saying what, mayor. What did you want me to talk about? What? Or oh, I think racing related. Him.
0: Well, what happened after uh, old Ty got the boot?
2: Well, you know. Well, let's let's rewind if we if we will back to Richmond. And I think I, this was I didn't watch a lot of the action at Richmond, but I do remember watching the last few laps of the Xfinity race. And he was running alongside... Who did he edge out there? John Hunter. John yeah. Hunter. And what did he do to John Hunter as they were, I think, on the last lap or heading into the final turn of the last lap? Pushed what him did, up wide. Pushed him up. Well, Ty Gibbs, Turnaround. what happened to yeah. you at Martinsville? The same thing. And remember, at Martinsville, same he thing. said,
0: I probably deserve... Yeah, he did own a, that. A payback. Sure. The next week, he gets it yeah. from a different driver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what, what happens?
2: Well, he gets his little panties and his little diapers in a wad. I'll call them diapers because he's a little baby. He's a little baby. He gets out of his car. Well, we go, he hit it. Didn't he run he, down Well, he the rear-ended.
0: No, he rear-ended the one. Yep. That was on the on track, pit, though, wasn't that it? That was on pit road. On pit road. No, That's who why. Who did he hit on track? He hit somebody on track, didn't he? He hit the, he one, hit on track, the one on track and then track. he ran into the back of him. They find him 15 grand. Yep. Yeah. That what Then he hops known. out of the car. With and, his
2: and, and and did he keep his helmet on? Yes. Yes he did. Yeah.
0: And because then, what is he? He's a punk-ass bitch.
2: Woo! Hot take. He's the P.A.B.
0: The P.A.B. He's the P.A.B. And then he t- and then he sucker-punched uh, Sam Mayer. He did. Yeah. Egged him on it. He
2: came up to me. You, you went up to him, Ty. You went up to him, Ty. Y'all pushed him that shoving.
0: was That was pretty much the most exciting part of but that, that race. 150 was, pounds combined in between a, the two of them.
1: It was a cheap shot.
0: Featherweight belt. For sure it was a cheap
1: shot. And, I, you know.
2: Did somebody break their leg? Didn't didn't a, like a, a an official break their leg yeah, or something?
1: When
0: oh he broke it? I know he went to the. I don't know that coaster. he. I
1: don't know that he broke it. But see there there there's the problem I have.
0: Not Other people only, get hurt.
1: Not only did you hit another car on pit road when the race was not going on, when there were crew members, fans, and possibly even spectators around. You get out. You have your helmet on. You don't want to fight. You're not looking to fight, but yet you injure an official. I think NASCAR should have parked him
0: for a minimum of two weeks. I wouldn't say they'd do two. They do 2 they did not park Kyle Busch for driving somebody into the fence for two weeks. No, but they... I mean, I think they should have done something besides the... the, They didn't do anything for the fight. Now, I'm sure we talked about at at the race on Saturday night, we were talking about what happened. and The consensus among most of us figured that... uh, He got a talking to by Grandpa Joe, and he probably got a big talking to in the NASCAR hauler. And I'm guessing that the $15,000 fine is because he destroyed another competitor's equipment, and that's not allowable. And I'm guessing that if he has another physical altercation, they will either fine him much more, or like you say, they'll park him.
1: That's fine. Don't fine these guys. They don't pay the fines. Their owners pay them. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if we're gonna do something to these, now I get it. the The fine money goes to the NASCAR Foundation, which is a good thing. But seriously, you basically didn't didn't do anything to him because he's not gonna pay that fine.
0: Yeah, there's no teeth mean, in it. But it, yeah. but NASCAR has never taken no. If it didn't happen on the track or related to the track, they don't take points and stuff away. They don't. They just don't. No. So we'll come back to a little bit of that later in the show. Let's talk Cup. Right. We got to go. Some of us got to go. Uh, yeah, Travis was ill. <coughs> Willie B wins his second of the weekend after Elliott won the first two stages. And the reason that William Byron won is because he beat Chase off Pit Road. At lap 185. And then never relinquished the lead. That Subway sandwich
2: finally kicked in. That's it. That's what happened there.
0: Now, we. I think. the highlight, why don't you talk about the highlight, Michael?
2: Since I brought up Subway yeah <laughs> the highlight that we okay so i want to give a shout out to the exxon truck stop on 6690 greensboro road in ridgeway that's Virginia. The main drag if you have ever come into the martinsville speedway from let's say the greensboro yeah, from area the from the south you will have passed this place on the left we used to get our crispy crunchy chicken on the right uh, but that place shut down but thank goodness we found another Dealer, a chicken dealer. It's a chicken <laughs> yeah, dealer. It's a drug. our, it's our, it's our, our, our drug dealer. Uh, give us our sauce, our, our hot sauce. It's at the Exxon truck stop, not far from their our original location. Well, they also have a subway, and I and I should have got those ladies' names. Let's just go with Barbara and Susan. Uh, Susan, Bar- Barbara and Susan. Bar- Barb and Sue. Barb and Sue working hard at the crispy Barb and Sue chicken serving barbecue at the Exxon truck stop. <laughs> In Ridgeway, Virginia. Well, it's such a hot spot that not only were we there. I mean, that in itself is enough. But we look over, waiting on this chicken to be boxed up, and I believe it was Jason Blair, or maybe it was you, said, That's Bubba Wallace. I said, You're crazy as hell. You've already been drinking. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I said, He said, No, it really is. I looked over, and it's like, Well, from the back it looks like him. Not that I've seen Bubba from the back a lot, but I mean, you know, average size African American man. It well, looks like he's got a Columbia shirt on. Sure as hell, it was Bubba Wallace sitting in line at the subway, and I was like, "Damn, that sure looks a lot like Ryan Blaney." And it was Ryan Blaney. And then I said, "Holy tamale, that is Chase Elliott." All three of them were there getting subways just like you and I would at that gas station before they went to the racetrack. It was crazy. It was. I. It was a the very surreal moment
0: my mother, when we went to Martinsville last year, when it was actually a race, when Eddie DeHaan calls his, you know, spotting of Chase, he'll, he'll say, quarter, 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 clear, right? And my mother walked up to Chase and said, I'm a big fan, started, this is only my second race, how do you deal with hearing quarter, 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 clear? <laughs> <laughs> and he said... Yeah, he's got a bit of an accent.
2: <laughs> he smiled.
0: <laughs> <laughs> kinda, That's
2: great. That's a meaningful interaction. He'll remember that. He will. He will remember he that. Will. And he may have even shared that with Eddie uh. later. But the guys were very gracious. Uh, they took pictures with the kids that were with us. Uh, Bubba signed a hat. Uh, Ryan signed Jason Chase. Signed Chase shirt. my, da- <laughs> signed my sh- daughter's shirt. Yeah. Um, so it, very cool. Very. Uh, we debated whether or not to bother him, but I'm like, you know, when is this ever, when is this opportunity ever going to come yeah. again? And Unless, with the kids, you know, they
0: didn't mind. It's not like... A, it was, absolutely. And we weren't asking them to do a bunch of extra stuff. Yeah, here a bunch of cards and he's just yeah, signing all know, these 12 uh, cards. Uh, no, it
2: was, it was clearly for the kids. I don't think... Jason, I think got a picture with. I Ryan. didn't get one. I didn't get a picture I with any of them. To, I spoke right, to right, and, and I wished Bubba good luck at the race. I, I
0: asked Ryan if Kevin gave him gift cards, and he looked at me like I was an idiot. <laughs> no, he laughed. I heard you <laughs> ask him that. I mean, it was it was clever. It was clever. Uh, but anyway, that
2: that was, and it rained, and it was, but you know, luckily the seats were under the overhang, so that wasn't a problem. And they got the whole race in. But let me say this. It was just a take it from here, Andrew. So let me
0: tell you this, and then Travis, I want you to jump in. When Phoenix happened, I sat here and was, you know, Debbie Downer. And Travis, you were like, just wait. It's only the first race on a short track. All right. Well, now I was out to prove everybody right. M- prove myself right. Prove everybody else wrong. Sat there through the Richmond race. Do you know how many green flag passes there were for the lead? One. Less than 20. One. Okay. And do you know why there was One. Because it was green flag pit stops. It was tires.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. So
0: what happened was you had tires come, and it was a speed differential. So on equal stuff, there there were zero passes for the lead. Yeah. Do you know how many passes there were for the lead under green at Martinsville? None. None. Do you know how many passes there were for the lead? One. When we, well, there was the one pit stop. On pit road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess yeah. Pit, Chase Elliott's right front lug nut was screwing up. They weren't, and it was causing slow pit stops. And Byron came off at lap 180 whatever and led for 200 straight laps. And just like at Phoenix, just like at Richmond, at Martinsville, once they got within half a second, they couldn't do anything. You would watch a guy run somebody down. Right. And then they couldn't get around him.
2: And Logano even said, you know, and he and he had a good car. He was making a run. He said, I could, I could get there, but I couldn't get there enough to move him. Nope. And that's what we see a lot in Martinsville. And he's like, I, I tapped him, but I couldn't tap no, him hard enough. Were too and stuck to the race. I totally track. understood what he was and saying. It,
0: and it, as you got into the top five, it's always harder to pass when you get up there. I understand that. But... It was very clear that arrow, the folk you got to the front, not only were their cars a little bit better, but even when there was cars that had stayed out on mm-hmm. older tires, you couldn't pass because they were getting more and more clean air the more you got to the front. Now, I've heard a lot of different things, the temperature, ride height, you know, give it a chance, it's the next gen. But the bread and butter of the sport, and what so many diehard fans like is that short track beating and banging and what we saw on Saturday night was a snooze fest Travis what are your thoughts well
1: a couple things so I went back and looked at the last several Martinsville races and if you look at it the winner has led over half the race in most of them in the last five years Mm -hmm. okay now I watched it from afar, and the broadcast, they didn't
0: sugarcoat it.
1: I mean, I mean they, they, they didn't. And at one point, about halfway through
0: the race... Was it just... Cl- who was the third mic? Kanaus. It was Kanaus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And about,
1: at one point, about halfway through the race, Boyer looked at Kanaus and said, what do we do to fix this? And Chad said, ever since NASCAR implemented this no-ride-height rule... I think our short track racing has gone downhill, and I thought Boyer was going to come through my TV. He said, "I've been saying this for years, and not a damn person will listen to me."
0: Hey, so what they well, need for the for the layperson with yeah. no ride hikes, they can lower those cars as much as they want, yep. which means that even it so aerodynamics starts to play at about what sixty miles an hour, something mm-hmm. along those lines. Mm-hmm. So they're going one hundred and ten going into the corners yep. at Martinsville. Yep. So. What low ride height means is just like at a one-and-a-half-mile track, the front bumper is essentially on, on the track. track. Yep. And I think what makes it worse for Martinsville is that concrete in the corners is smooth as glass. Mm-hmm. And so it's you're getting plenty of turn in the car. So, so what you're saying, Travis, is if they put in a minimum ride height, it would allow air to go underneath the car as opposed to over the hood and down through the diffuser. Yes. And so while it was a problem in the last few years with you know, the, all the air went over the car. Mm-hmm. Now it goes kind of through the car and it's just providing way too much downforce. The other thing I'll say
1: is I do think Goodyear needs to do something about the tires. It's
0: got to fall off more.
1: It's got to fall off more. Those tires were like bowling balls on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they... It was cold. They weren't falling off. It was cold. Yeah, and, and I,
0: I get the cold part. But, but, but also, here's the thing. Those brakes are at 800 degrees. Those tires were good and gooey. I get it. But the, tra- the track...
1: Was not taking any rubber. No, it wasn't. None. And normally, it will at least take rubber in the corners that are concrete, but it wasn't even doing that.
0: But if, if Martinsville on its own had been a poor race, I would say, okay, it might have been the tire and the temperature and a couple things. But this is the third short track in a row that's relatively flat, and all of them have stunk. Yeah. So to me, it's more than just the cold temperatures and the Goodyear tire. Here's the other there's two more there's two
1: more things in play here. One, NASCAR's going to have to NASCAR's going to have to do something about the gear rule. The gear was wrong for the race, okay? Mm-hmm. They they were, shifting they were shifting four times a lap and that shouldn't be happening. Now, with the five-speed sequen- sequential Isn't transmission
0: Isn't a here for every race?
1: It is, but I think NASCAR gets to play for the play with the ratios. With
0: the five I knew a, year, a few years ago they'd gone away from allowing you to choose a rear gear.
1: Yeah, but with the five-speed sequential transmission, I don't know that there's a way to completely eliminate shifting. But I think they can play with the ratio where the, maybe the only time you see shifting is at the end of a run when the tires
0: wear out, or at the beginning when or they're going fast. At faster. the beginning, when I bet they're it'll going be at the fast. beginning because because as the t- as it goes, you go slower. But maybe you uh, shift to come out of the corner. I don't know.
1: And the other thing that I heard a lot of drivers say, the 80 horsepower that they lost from last year to this year would have made a huge difference. Mm-hmm.
0: On all the short tracks? On or, all the yeah. short tracks. Maybe that's true. So For whatever I, it is, they've kind of ruined it. So
1: I think those are things to look at. Um, I, I don't. I know that NASCAR doesn't want to cost the teams more money by making them change packages. But the bottom line is... You've got your two most important races at Martinsville and Phoenix are your last two races of yeah, the year. Yeah, if
0: I'm the owner of Phoenix and if I'm Clay Campbell, I am screaming. Yeah. At NASCAR, you you don't want those but, to be because the, the 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 championship races those last two will 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 sell well. Yeah. But they won't come forward. I mean, if they if they don't run again well in the fall, I mean, I don't know that would go back to the spring. I'm not going to go pay a hundred dollars a ticket to watch that mess now
1: let me ask y'all this no I don't think so either let me ask y'all I, I this question because we we were frustrated about this when it happened 500 laps versus 400 what it I know that the weather was bad I yeah, know the that's race hard. stunk
2: the, we were okay with that I, we were there, okay with less uh, than 100 sitting there well, and, tonight,
0: it, yeah. it, it, and it's it, well not only that well, we started late yeah so,
2: and that was your hour right there Yeah. yeah
0: it, it, exactly so I think it's okay Travis I mean I kind of liked how in the five hundred mile races you had two segments with a pit stop, mm-hmm. but if you can't pass, who gives a crap, right? Yeah. So, so I, I, I'm still not sure that I really like the shortening, just because it's such kind of a marathon. But it didn't seem, I mean, it it seemed long enough at four hundred. Yeah. I was <laughs>
2: looking. I've been kind of quite. I'm trying to been trying to find some stats, and they're harder to find. Maybe I'm just looking the wrong place. And it it looks like historically. Unless I have this wrong, the number of lead changes per race uh, is about fifteen or sixteen. Well, uh, and leading coming is, into this, coming into this before this weekend. Well, and obviously and, we saw substantially and less. And at than the that. end of
0: races, there's lead changes on restarts. Mm-hmm. This yeah. week, this time at Martinsville. Yeah, I mean, whoever was on the bottom line. Well, bye, and actually, bye. the top line Byron
2: started on the top on and, the last restart. But he he just had the car. He yeah, he just had the car. He got a great restart, and he well, and he it, had cleared yeah. the second place car by And when it was he and Chase, it. they yeah. were letting each other in.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that's true.
2: Um, so it was man, it was. Uh, and I am thinking back over time. You know, I remember we've been to a lot of those five hundred mile races, and I do find myself in the middle of some of those races zoning out a little, bit. zoning out yeah, a little sure. bit because they are just running around. But that's what they're doing. They're saving their stuff for that last hundred laps, and we saw a little bit of that. But they just couldn't do much with and, what and they usually, had usually,
0: what you couldn't see on TV, Travis, probably, usually from about 10th to 30th, there's five or six double-wide battles mm-hmm. all the way through the field. Mm-hmm. 15 laps into a restart, it was single-file all the way around. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there was maybe one battle on the track, and that's just not short-track racing. No. So, no. anyway, I think... Hopefully well, we'll get it fixed. All right, I'll, so, uh, I, okay, you got one more thing? No, I was just going
1: to say, I'll say this. NASCAR recognizes that there's a problem. I think they're going to fix They'll it. They'll work on it. And here's the thing. We said coming into this year that there were going to be some races that were duds. And this is And one unfortunately, it's the short tracks. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry, guys, but... That's the lo- smallest number on the schedule
0: except road courses. Well,
1: I was just going to say this. I think you're going to see something similar this weekend.
0: Well, this weekend is such a daggum wild card. Yeah, with the dirt and all, yeah. But uh, I I was in a workshop most this week before uh, we record here, and and we we had a little stuffed Elmo doll, and we had it because uh, you pick it up because it would mean enough, let's move on. So uh, I'm going to call Elmo on this, and uh, we'll go into segment six. That's the next.
2: We should bring that.
0: Yeah, we'll get us an Elmo. I'm sure i I got got seven or eight at the house. Um, Segment, segment. NASCAR Hall of Fame. We've been we've debated this. I don't know if we've actually ever debated it on the show. But we've one, talked about it. But Harry Gant's on the list. We've yep. debated whether he should get in. We thought maybe we'd we'd make a couple of Hall of Fame picks. You want to run down who's on there, Michael? Yes, sir.
2: Um, and and this doesn't break it down by pioneer, but there's I'm just this is the whole the whole gamut thrown in here. Sam Ard was a driver. Neil Bonnet, driver and a broadcaster. Tim Brewer was a crew chief and a broadcaster. Jeff Burton, driver and broadcaster. Carl Edwards, driver. That's an interesting discussion, I mm-hmm. think. A.J. Foyt, driver. Harry Gant, driver. Harry Hyde, crew chief. Matt Kenseth, driver. Banjo Matthews, mechanic. Herschel McGriff, driver. Ralph Moody, driver and owner. Larry Phillips, driver. Ricky Rudd, Driver, and Kirk Shelmerdine, crew chief,
0: longtime crew chief for that, that three car, I believe. Yes. So, how many, they can take up to three a year, right? So, it's two. From one in the Pioneer. It's two modern era and one Pioneer. Let's yep. just do our modern era. What is that all right? Yeah. Sure. I that I know enough about I voted that. today. Did you? You can vote once every 24 hours. So, is Sam Art a Pioneer or a modern? Pioneer. Okay, well, I'd vote for him. He won the first two Xfinity Series titles. Okay. But I think, so of the drivers that are mentioned there, Carl Edwards has 28 wins and an Xfinity title, as I recall. Mm Mm-hmm. I think you'd have to consider him. Maybe he doesn't get in first ballot, but I think you have to consider him. Yep. Jeff Burton has 21 wins, and And Harry Gantt has only
2: 18. He was in the top three or four several times, as far as uh, Edwards was. Uh, 2008, he was so runner-up to Johnson,
0: uh, and then he was 4th uh, so and 16th. I think you have to go Edwards. And then, I hate to say it for old Handsome Harry, but between his broadcasting career now and his 21 wins, I mean, I think Jeff Burton's got the leg up there. I mean, I don't know enough about what Tim Brewer and Kirk Shelmerdine and some of those guys did to...
1: Tim Brewer was a two-time championship-winning crew chief.
0: With... Well, Ricky. Ru- one
1: of them was with Rusty. Eighty nine. And eighty nine. And.
2: Lavonnie? No. Uh, oh, I can look it up for you right I can't here. Hold on. Remember who the other one was with. Sorry, I was looking up. Ricky, well, anyway, I'm going to go with Rose. I'm
0: going to go with the two drivers. I'm going to go with Edwards and Burton. What about you, uh, Travis?
1: I'm going to go. I'm going to go with, Kirk Shelmerdine.
0: That'll be popular.
1: I'm going to go. With. Tim Brewer. So you're Bowen
0: Mechanic guys.
1: And for my modern era... Oh, wait. Those are both Pioneers? Are, no, I'm sorry. Those are modern. I'm sorry. For my Pioneer, I'm going to go... Boy, it's a toss-up between Sam Ard and Ralph Moody.
2: Shelmer deemed four titles with Earnhardt. 86, 87, 90, and 91. Yeah. Also guided Ricky Rudd to victories, uh, including Riverside. Yeah. First two wins of the 83 season. So he was successful... Even with yeah. guys other than Earnhardt,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go with with Ralph Moody just yep. because I, I think Holman and Moody belong in the Hall of Fame, and I think they should actually have gone in together.
2: Uh, Holman's already in, right? Yes, I believe so.
0: But I, yeah, they built every car, every winning car back yeah, in the day. I mean, All right, speaking
2: Michael. speaking of this, okay. So I was intrigued by the name Banjo Matthews, so I looked this up earlier today. Right. I didn't, this wasn't my vote tell today, us. but tell I us, thought this us. was interesting. Okay. Matthews was a master car builder. Uh, he began his career racing and working on modifieds, driving to victory lane 50 times in 1954 in one year in the modifieds. Wow. And then moving. So in the S in, in the 1970s, it's estimated that Matthew built cars. So he was a chassis builder. For at least half of the Cup field, that's a lot of cars. Yeah, mm-hmm. from nineteen seventy four to eighty five. I mean, that's a boy. That's think about the drivers that would drive. It's probably everybody
0: trains. but Petty Enterprises and the Wood Brothers. Cars built so it's seventy
2: four to eighty five. That's a ten year stretch. Cars eleven. 12. Yes, 12, yes. Cars built by Matthews won two hundred and sixty two of the three hundred and sixty two. Cup races held. Seventy-two percent of the races were won by cars built by Benjamin Matthews. That's astonishing. It is.
1: He he he's definitely a Hall of Famer.
0: I
2: yeah, I um, think so. I, I, I but just, that's
0: what's weird about the Pioneer thing. It's only one. Yeah. Well, I think it's... Per- like, how do you put him up against Sam Ard? Sam Ard had, like, 50 Xfinity wins in four years. Sure. It, yeah. It's it's tough. And and,
2: and I think Jeb Burton is deserving eventually. He's not done yeah. yet. No. Uh, and I think you've got So, to- can
0: the Pioneers go in under the regular? And then, if there's out of spots, they can get in as a Pioneer? Or are they completely separate? I'm not sure. We should don't look know into either. That. We They're should
1: look into that. They're completely... What do you mean under so the like, regular? So,
0: like, let's say... Like in the baseball thing. Like that the number one vote getter was Banjo. Mm-hmm. Does he take the Pioneer spot or does he get one of the two regular spots? No, like the Pioneer's a, not an, is it, it's not just an overflow.
1: He's considered a Pioneer, I believe, because I think the Pioneer is, I want to say it's like before 1985, I can't remember the exact right. criteria, but um, he's right at it. Yeah,
2: all right. I voted for Harry Gant today, and I also voted for Harry Hyde, uh, which of course the Days of Thunder, Days of Thunder crew chief, well, based on Harry Hyde, and
1: Harry Hyde is the reason Hendrick Motorsports is still in operation today. If you think
0: about it.
2: Oh, I, I totally agree, and I think Rick has given him some credit for yeah. for, for that very Absolutely. thing. Yeah, um, well, that's
0: why he. And they he, probably picked him for that movie because he put <laughs> Hendrick did all the cars and yeah.
2: often forgotten here is that Harry Hyde. I mean, obviously was Tim Richmond's crew chief, yep. but I'm sure a lot of people forgot. And I don't know if I ever knew this. I think I heard it on one of when they were doing Dale Jarrett on um, Dale Junior's podcast. He was the crew chief for Bobby Isaac, and when oh, Bobby really? Isaac had 17 wins in 1969. Harry Hyde was his crew chief. Also, the year that Isaac won nineteen polls was his crew chief. And in 1970, he won the NASCAR Cup Series championship, championship with Isaac. Mm-hmm. So that's a hell of a career. He's yep. not just a you know, he's not just famous and accomplished because he was Tim Richmond's right. crew chief. He he did so lot a, lot a lot of good. And, oh yeah, yeah. This, I, we, I wouldn't want to be voting this year. And
1: I believe the voting day is May fourth, I believe something like that. Uh, yeah. Oh,
2: Star Wars day. Got to vote for got to but if you're going to vote, just go to the NASCAR Hall of Fame website and I think voting ends on April the 29th. But the fan yeah. vote is is a small part of of the process, but it is part of it. It yes. does it does yes. count for something. Yes. Uh so yeah, go check that out. Uh, one vote uh per, day. per 24 per day. hours for yep. the next month. Yep. yep.
0: All right, segment okay. 2. So we talked a little bit about this. This has got two parts now is Ty Gibbs starting to turn the fan base against him? You know, he was the next, he was the new sliced bread. Apologies, Joey Logano. And then secondly, if you don't remove your helmet when you go to confront somebody, does that make you a PAB? I think so. He's, he's the
2: Anakin Skywalker of NASCAR, maybe. You know, Anakin yeah. was, Anakin was he, he started off, you know, good. And then he went to the dark side, and and then he and they put that a. helmet a. on and became Darth Vader. Is he the next Kyle Bush? Sorry, spoiler alert for those of you yeah. that didn't know. It. Sorry, you've only had twenty <laughs> years to watch it. Um, yeah, I think. Or do you I think, think he's I just eighteen think so. and throwing
0: a temper tantrum?
2: Well, I think he's throwing a temper tantrum. Temper tantrum. But if you're gonna if you're gonna call another guy out, have enough nut to take your helmet off when you want to confront him. Uh, it doesn't have to end in fisticuffs, but. But let the man see. Yeah, it goes back to the well, to the days of knights. Why we salute? They lifted their visor up so you could see their face, and you could see who you were getting ready to joust against. Take the helmet off. Walk up. Have a man. Well, Harvick and Elliott
0: sure did last year, and well, they almost went to blows. Sure,
2: you know. But that's hot, hot heads. But if you're if, what if you're you going to approach, take off, it off.
0: What if you take the helmet off and throw it at him? No, I know.
2: No, put no, it put it on top of your car, no. and walk over and talk to it. Yeah. So you
0: don't like the Tony and Michael Watcher of helmet throws at the cars?
2: No,
1: because you're 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 saying I can't whoop this guy's ass
2: is what you're saying. I would stand right there on pit road and wait for his ass to pull in. I mean, and if, then I get I get why they did it. I understand, and in the moment, I might do the same thing. I might want to. I mean, throw it's hanging something.
0: in a it's hanging as a banner in Bristol.
2: But your throw, sure. I, listen. If you want to get in the newspapers, if you want people to talk it's about you on their podcast, yeah. sure, do that. Uh, but you're going to tear up... Uh, you, I mean, what if it rips uh, rips the, the side net down? You know what and I would you've to stop and fix that, and it just Now, Ty things.
0: Gibbs is not a big guy. I, I don't know how it big Breaks the sandwich. windshield? But, but I, I'm not a small guy. I'm not a big guy. But if somebody as scrawny as Ty Gibbs punted me out of the way, I would go get my chair out of my hauler, and I would go sit <laughs> at the entrance to his hauler and smoke a cigar and wait on his little PAB to walk by. Uh, Yeah, I like that. I I love that. Now, I may just give him a little bit of a tongue thrashing, but I'm not, I mean, I may, but... If the boy decides he wants to take a swing, I'm going to swing back. And he and also that would get sucker you, punched. That'd get salmon. you on
2: TV. That, that'd be classic. And, and then he, Could you imagine
0: them zooming down in the middle of Bristol and looking at me just sitting in a chair, smoking a cigar? <laughs> just and and have another chair there. Just wait. Mm-hmm. Have another chair yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Then and then, he, and a paddle. And a table for him to put his helmet on. <laughs>
1: and then he had <laughs> that's right. then he had the audacity to lie in his post-race interview.
0: Oh, I didn't even hear that. What yeah, about? We, you, I missed that he, too. He
1: said that, that Barry came after him. No, he didn't.
0: Mayor, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sorry, Mayor, sorry. Yeah. sorry. That was a lot going on Saturday but, night, Friday night. But well, Barry bumped him too, but that had nothing to do with it. Yeah, but yeah.
1: I, I, look, he's got a lot of growing up to do. There's no doubt yeah. about Didn't that. Didn't
0: we all at 19, though? We right? do, we and do. I get it. I, but take I think, your helmet off. You, <laughs> here, here's the other thing, and I, and, and I will never say that somebody's not responsible for their inactions. But if they weren't on the radio to him... On the cool-down lap, especially after he sideswiped him and said to him, you better not go after him. I think
1: they were. I think I heard somebody. Then he is even a
0: bigger jerk. Yeah. Because that's the job of the team is to help calm you down. We've all been in situations, even amongst ourselves, where we've gotten angry, said something stupid. And had one of the other one of us call each other out and say, let's back this off a little bit. Yeah. So so I think I think there's that too. Like cause he went through those stop signs. This wasn't a this wasn't a just. Because no. you know. I'm pretty sure they played
1: audio on the broadcast from the spotter that said, "Ty, don't be stupid here." Like, yeah, they were they were imploring him not to be stupid.
0: But and- the crew chief should have gone and said, "Do not get out of your car. Leave it on the leave it. I will come down and get you and take you to our hauler." Yeah.
1: Well. The bottom line He's is, eighteen. The bottom line is he's eighteen. But th- the other thing is if he thinks that he can just go punt people out of the way and not pay a price. Pay a price for it, he's got another mm-hmm. thing coming. And I hate to tell him, if he expects to get to cup
0: Well, this is why talent isn't everything, is Yeah. You know,
1: he ha- he hadn't seen anything yet. I mean and, Kyle
0: Busch was the same way. Kyle Bush was the And you ordering. and I talked about this before we got started, Andrew. Joe Gibbs
1: Racing has a habit of hiring whiny ass drivers. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Bush is one. Denny Hamlin's
0: <laughs> one. Martin Truex can so be Martin one. Martin Truex can But all those guys are old. They are old. I
1: mean, that's... that's th-
0: And Christopher Bell, has he even been interviewed this year? Has I don't... He, I haven't even seen him.
1: I don't know, but, you know, I don't know. I'm just... Yeah. Joe has his
0: hands full. I'll he just, does. I'll just put it that way. All right. The third segment. If Jimmy Johnson had never existed... Who wins those seven championships between 2006 and 2016? Yeah. Who wants to start? You. Right. Go, Michael. You go. Well,
2: I, well I'm gonna, I've going to bore you with details. Um, no, go ahead. So, I mean, I just went down through each of the seven years and wrote down the top four finishers for the points in each, what I did in each too, of those yeah. years. So, but what I saw a lot of was I saw a lot of Harvick, Mm -hmm. I saw a lot of Edwards. Yep, and I saw some Gordon and more Boyer than I thought
0: I would see. Yeah, Boyer finished third one year. I didn't even realize Um, that.
2: And I think Boyer was second, but not in one of the years. And Greg Biffle was in there, but a lot of Harvick, a lot, a lot Harvick, a lot, almost in every one of those years. Uh, There was a Mark Martin in there. Hamlin, as a rookie, was. Third in 2006 that's interesting I didn't realize that so he's been in contention for a long time it's just it, it, it's hard to say and then Logano starts coming in at the end you got Kyle Busch there coming in at the end but I think Gordon would have probably won one more okay um, alright so this is on the record Gordon yeah. has one. alright I think Gordon probably gets one more there I think I think uh, Harvick probably gets one more okay that's two I think that Edwards gets one. Okay. And I think, well, I think maybe, uh, let's see. Did I say Kenseth already? Nope. nope. Well, Kenseth would have gotten two because he was second in 2006 and 2013, if you're just going by that. Yeah, yeah. Um and right, he so that's was, five. Yeah, so that's five. Kenseth gets two of those, which would have been his... Name in in this his history in the triple, sport he'd have been a triple would have been would yeah, big big change there May, maybe Harvick with a second with, with a second so he'd be a three time champ yeah and uh, does that leave one more one more I still think Gordon would have just got one he, he had after. Evernham left. They had two, three, so four crew chiefs. Some other thumbs. Mark Martin, maybe, Tony Stewart, Joey yeah, Logano. Maybe Martin. Maybe Denny Martin Hammond. would have gotten his one. Yeah, because he was second in 2009. Okay. What do you think, Travis? Yeah.
1: I agree with what Michael said. I do think that Mark would have won one while he was driving the five car. Yep. Uh, I just think, you know, he, he, he came so close so many times. Mm-hmm. I, I think Edwards... You know, I, I I still go back and wonder in 2016 what might have happened had he not gotten in that well, wreck. Well,
0: Johnson sure of hell wouldn't have. I no. mean, maybe they still were a wreck. but.
1: And so I actually think Edwards might have won two because I believe he right. would have won yeah. one so you got, in Roush's prime. That's a good so you like got two for Edwards, Edwards and yep. then one for yep. Martin. Yep. All right, four uh, more. I think Gordon wins at least one. Mm-hmm. Harvick wins another one okay. once he goes to Stuart Haas. Okay. And Kenseth wins another one. I think I, I, that's that's what I got. That's six. You got to yeah. come up with seven.
2: Um. Well, Denny Hamlin, of course. Yeah, he was in the mix, man. Yeah, you he was know, in the
1: mix. I, I don't give him the one in 06 because that was his sure. rookie
2: year. He was second, in 2010. Um,
1: but second yeah, place. sure. Why not give Denny one? And I think I think if he wins a title back when Jimmy won all his. I think that changes the trajectory of Denny's career. So oh, that's I where that's I went.
0: A, yeah, I think that's a good point. So I had Hamlin winning two. Okay. Okay. I have Kenseth winning two more, like you said, Michael. Uh, not just because of the two second places, but just he ran really well in the yeah. first decade. Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. And then I had Edwards, Martin, and Harvick. It was really hard for me not to pick Gordon or Stewart. But if you look at the numbers, they caught yeah, lightning in bottles. Sure. Like, they had consistent numbers of wins every year, but they weren't running for titles mm-hmm. in the, you know, after about two thousand four, two thousand five. Mm-hmm. They just weren't that one that Tony got in twenty eleven. I hate to say it, it's not a fluke, but it definitely was unexpected. I mean, he, he they were running like dog crap. You, you know? know, you know what I do wonder though,
1: if if Tony doesn't
0: fire Darian Grubb do they win more in twenty
1: eleven? Do they win more? Maybe.
0: Or maybe they realized that they had nothing to lose. So, what, my, like, there was no more pressure. They were falling apart. Yeah. I don't know. That's the best race I've ever watched was the... Oh, it was phenomenal. The Homestead when him and Edwards. Oh, him and Edwards. That's, that might be the best. And I know I'm a homer on that one, but that no, was an unbelievable race.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, having somebody like Alan Bestwick in the booth that day that mm. could that could really bring to light how exciting it was...
0: And I remember listening to the scanner. NASCAR had that scanner function back in the day. They still have the scanner, but they had a different program. And he had to go to the back for the second time that day because something went through the grill. And he said, well, we already done this twice because <laughs> he started out back to begin the race. Mm-hmm. Then he had something go, something wrong. He had bad piss. I don't remember what. Maybe caught and I don't remember. And then he had something go through the grill. So he came through the field three times in that race. Yeah. It was a Dale Earnhardt-esque moment. Cheating. Yeah. Probably. <laughs>
2: Probably. Now well, they say Harry Gant was cheating in this September. Uh, somebody said that to me. Say so, yeah, it was cheating. I think it was Mickey Russell made that comment. Yeah, they were cheating. If
0: you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But well, what about a lot of, But they, he said that to Sean Woods. I
2: don't think they've had that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we might, bring it. A, might not have been Mickey. It might not have been Mickey. That's not fair. But I mean, we I, maybe we I, bring I him in here and so, hash that But out. Out. I mean, going back to Gantt, for that four consecutive in September at fifty, you, and and also in that
0: same month. Two Xfinity wins, yes. Mr. Yeah. September. That's crazy. And you know where the t- you know where Mr. September came from? Because who used to be Mr. October? Reggie Jackson. Jackson. Reggie Jackson. So that's where that that wasn't so old oh, yeah. back when. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oldest. You, to- you and I grew up watching Reggie Jackson play for the Angels, but not yes, that's the, true. Not in the seventies for, for the Yankees. Yeah.
2: Uh, Harry also oldest to win a race at 52. 52. and oldest to win a pole at fifty-four. And he was named one of NASCAR's 50 greatest drivers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had wait, forgotten that. he that's was, true. He was named, yeah. Now he got his so,
0: start so late. Yeah. yeah right. Did. If he had he started
2: earlier, I mean, and the guy, you know, building houses and I got to meet him that one time and just super phenomenal super guy. No, just nice really, guy. really yeah. nice guy.
0: All right. We're coming up on an hour. So, we normally don't pick two races. But right. with Talladega coming in a week and a half, we thought we'd pick. <laughs> so let's run through these quickly. Bristol Dirt, we got truck and cup Talladega. We got Xfinity and cup. Who wants to start with Bristol?
1: You go, Andrew.
0: So truck. It's hard because four of the top six finishers last year were cup guys. Yep. Why are you looking at me like that?
2: I have a feeling you're, where, where you're going to go with. But
0: go ahead. So I'm going to take the guy who finished sixth. Okay. Nope. And take Grant who was in here oh in ago. finger yes Ooh, okay. that,
2: that's not a, not a bad alright Michael um, uh, second place guy last year Ben Rhodes I'm gonna jinx him again I knew right I knew ahead.
0: you were gonna go Rhodes that's one reason I didn't pick him
1: <laughs> alright Travis <laughs> thank you boys uh, he's been running well all year Chandler Smith Stuart Friesen oh, oh. is
0: yeah. his he wife running Stuart it. Friesen yes she is oh that's wonderful Wait, that was, his, his wife's running his wife
1: again. Jessica's gonna run in it as well
2: was, I, know, I thought her name was Amber <laughs> no. Amber Friesen that goes well Jessica huh I don't know why I thought that, Amber. Amber Friesen. What if? What if they had a kid named Damn, I'm <laughs> <laughs> He would have fit right in at Martinsville. Yeah. That's what it would have been. Yeah,
0: I was All bold. right, oh, come, our kids let's just Damn, let's, let's, All right, Michael. let's just keep the rotation. All right, rotation. Bristol dirt last part. year. Yep. Huh. I just feel like he's having a good season. Ooh. Taking the twelve. Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah,
2: yeah. Good, good one. Is it my turn now? It is. Yep. Okay, uh, he's good at Bristol even without the dirt. Uh, but he's got a lot of dirt experience. So his second there last year, uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's a good one. Go ahead.
2: I believe he's
1: going to get his first win of the year, Christopher Bell. Will mm. be I you're victory going to lane. Chase Elliott.
0: Nope. Yeah. All right, good. So let's do Talladega. Uh, Travis, you start this one with Xfinity.
1: All right, Xfinity. I'm going to go with a guy. Last year's champion, Daniel Hemrick, gets his first win Ooh. of the
0: year. I went Noah Gregson. Because he's going to wreck everybody out of the way. <laughs> I didn't go with any of those. Okay. Who'd you go with? All right, Michael?
2: Jeb Burton is he still racing? The yes, game? he is. Okay, three top tens and one win and two top fives in last three races. But let's not forget who won last year. He did. And last... start or or who? What? At some point, he won something at Talladega. He won last. spring. He started that whole thing. Let's go, Brandon! Chant, Brandon, Brandon Brown. Brown. Last five starts at Talladega. Three top tens and a win. So who are you picking? Brown or Burton? Jeb Burton. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I thought I thought it would be fun to mention. You're right. Let's go Brandon. Right. Okay. I thought, it, you know. All right,
0: Travis, what you got it's for always Cup? always got to stick in something. All right, something.
1: for Cup, a little bit off the beaten path here, Bubba Wallace. I oh, back-to-back back
0: Talladega wins. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. That's, I'm going I'm to. It's all right. I just, speaking of, I love to dig at Travis. And we mentioned. And earlier. he loves to dig at me. I don't. So really you think I was going to pick dynamic. him?
2: You think that? Seems like I should dig on you.
0: But so, I'm going to prove Travis wrong next weekend because Brad Keselowski is going to go to a Victory Lane next weekend. In, in Al- con- Talladega. Yeah, Tal- oh, okay. wait,
2: I'm confused. Br- at Talladega, okay. Yeah, Talladega right. in two weeks. A remember, week and a half.
0: Travis said he's never going to win again.
2: Okay, I. All right. Yep, I said that. I like
0: Hamlin. finished the second.
1: All right, Michael. Who you got? <laughs> you got you got a wide open field. Cody Ware third.
2: All right. Get, I mean hell down there. I know you never know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm not pulling the, out of the box here. Maybe I should. No, I've actually have picks. In the last five races, this young man has two wins and three top tens. Ryan Blaney. Yeah. Or <laughs> just doing this for effect for Travis, so he can say, "Are you gonna pick Ryan? Denny Hamlin four top tens in the last five but even with that said I'm gonna go with Blaney
0: okay those are pretty good picks boys All anything right. else before we start to wrap up no uh, you get- so in two weeks we hopefully we've had to reschedule Jerry reschedule Jerry Jerry. <laughs> <Re-scary> Jerry. <laughs> we had to reschedule Jerry and he was Jerry. actually gonna come he was gonna yep. come yep. this week and yep. I had to go out of town so it's my fault that's well, it's okay and it happens, it happens. and then uh, in May we'll see if we've got some more guests joining us but uh you can follow us on Twitter at, at NASCAR Blind Spot, Facebook at Blind Spotting NASCAR, and blindspottingpodcast at gmail.com. Email us your questions, comments, concerns, or you know, Venmo us money. You know, whatever. It's fine. So Travis, you wanna take us out?
1: Yeah, don't forget Saturday night truck race, eight o'clock, FS1. Sunday cup race, seven o'clock on Fox, and they're actually gonna show the Bristol Easter celebration, the 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 church service, at 4.30 on Sunday on mm. FS1. So that'll be, uh, that'll be interesting. So I know it's Easter, but enjoy the racing. Should be interesting. And we will be back in a couple of weeks to review Bristol and Talladega. Mm-hmm. And we will uh, preview what's coming up at the Monster Mile. So until next time... Have a happy Easter, everybody. Enjoy all the racing. For Michael, for Andrew, I'm Travis. Good night, everybody.